The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Alun Shmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Alun Shmat Moshe Ben Miriam. Mr. Mo Hidari, that is having a yacht site this week, dedicated by his family. Of course, Mr. Mo Hidari was a very distinguished member of our community that was involved in many different community service projects, specifically the Hevra Kaddisha, as well as many charitable causes. And he has left a beautiful family, a legacy uh, after him that is perpetuating his fine ways. May his uh, memory be blessed. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Chafchet Amud Bet, and we are going to start from the two dots. It's one, two, three, four, five lines from the wide lines. Five lines down from the wide lines. Starting from the end of the line, Matya Ben Shemuel Omer, Vehu Omer Hen. We learned in our Mishnah that in the morning in the Beit HaMikdash they used to go up to the roof and they used to say Hi'ir Peneh Mizrah Did the sun come out yet? So it says they would answer Barakai And then it says And then he would say back to them Hin. So really the Gemara wants to know who's saying what I mean, We know what's being said but now we're trying to figure out Who's saying these statements? So the Gemara says, Man Amar Hin. Who is the one that said Hin? Who is the one that said yes? Maybe it's the guy that's on the roof. Which means, maybe he's asking the question, and he's answering the question. He's saying, Hi'ir Kola Mizrah? Oh, Hi'ir Mizrah? Is it light outside? Hen, and he answers himself. So the Gemara says, that would be a little strange. Hu halim vehu mefasher. But he has the dream and he gives the interpretation. Which means it wouldn't be uh, normal for him to be the one that's asking the question and also giving the answer. Rashi uh, says, on the uh, second column of Rashi's, ve'ihu mefasher. Poter ha'alom kolomar. Hu sho'el vehu meshiv. So therefore, So must be the guy that's on the ground. So the Gemara says, the guy that's on the ground, How does he know? How can he say him? How can he say, yeah, the sun, the sun came out, so it's, it's morning. How does he know yet? So the Gemara says, we can give you two interpretations. Either it was the one that was on the ground that said hen, or the one that was on the roof said hen. How? Either, either we can say it's the one that's on the roof. Which means, the guy on the roof said an affirmative statement. He said, Which means the uh, right, eastern side of the uh, sky has uh, lightened up. This is it's it's it's, uh, it's light. And the guy on the ground 
would ask up to the guy on the roof, Did it lighten up all the way to Hebron? And the guy on the roof said, That's one way of learning the Mishnah. What we start from the guy on the ground, he said, He would ask the guy on the roof, Is it light outside? So he would answer him back, light outside all the way to Hebron. And he would answer him back, hey, the guy on the ground. What does it mean, hey? He would say, that's exactly what I meant. Yes, which means that's what I was asking you. That there was, was a light until Hebron. So therefore, either the hand was said by the guy on the roof, or the guy downstairs. Look at that she. Amar iu gag. Okay? Which means uh, the uh, guy would ask, uh, right? That's the first uh, interpretation. The guy in the ground said, the That's exactly what I was asking. Now, Yerushami says, why do we mention Hebron at all in our factoring over here? So the Yerushami says, To mention the Zechut Avot. Want to you know remember the Avotenu uh, Kedoshim? So therefore, we mention the Zechut by saying Hebron. Now, comes the Gemara and says. Why did they do this at all? Why did they have to you know, get a, uh, a check to see when the morning was? Because one time they made a mistake. What was the mistake? Instead of uh, thinking that it was morning, uh, or they thought it was morning, but it really was night. Why? Because they made a mistake between the moonlight and the sunlight. They mistakenly uh, took the moonlight as sunlight, as the rays of the sun. So the Gemara is going to question now, is that possible? Kabbalah says, Umi mehlif. Is it possible to, to, to make a mistake, to switch? Ve'atanya, we learned in the Bright, Rabbi Omer, Eno dome timur shilibana, the timur shilhamma. Which means the, okay, the shaft or the rays, we'll call them, of the moon are not similar to the rays that come out of the sun. Why? Timur shilibana, mitamir ve'olek makil. The rays of the moon, they rise up like a stick, which means it's just a straight line, let's say, or a straight uh, area. Timur shil hama, but the rays of the hama, mefaseya lekanu lekan, it spreads out to both sides. So therefore when they saw the morning rays, it's obvious, it's a, it's a giveaway. You know the telltale signs, if it's the moonlight or the sunlight. So how did they make this mistake? Ta'ana debeda bishma'il. We have a Braita, the name of Rabbi Ishmael. Yom HaMe'onan Hayah. Uh, it was a cloudy day. And therefore, the moonlight was piercing through the clouds. You know, whatever the, break in, the, breakings, uh, in the, the breaks in the clouds. And therefore, it looked like sunlight. Meaning, it looked like the fact that it was spreading out. Because it had to pierce through the clouds. So as it was piercing through the clouds, it spread out from side to side. Look at Rashi. Yom Me'onan. Hadakia kashur ba'avim. The sky was filled with clouds. But you couldn't see the rays of the moon because of the thick clouds. Elabim kum pizur avim. 
except where the clouds were scattered, between the different clouds. So the Papa comes along and says, the Papa comes along and says, we learn from over here, which means on a day of clouds, sun is everywhere. Which is normally the sun we said, let's say, goes from, let's say, it spreads out a little. But on a cloudy day, since it pierces through the clouds in different places, so everywhere is considered sun. So give us what's nafkamina, you have to know that. There might nafkamina, what's the nafkamina? In order to know that if a guy has skins that he wants to put out in order to dry them, so that's the good day to put them out. Put them out on a cloudy day. Because you know there's a lot of sun out there. Furthermore, like Rava taught, what did he say? Isha lo talush. Lo behama velo behamehama. Halakha says when it comes to the matzah. See, a lady should not knead the dough in the sun. Why? Because the sun is going to hit the water. That's going to cause it to heat up. And that brings us hametz fest. So therefore they're coming to say, you're not supposed to do it in hama in the sun itself. Or something that the sun heated up. Hama. So they're telling you, on a cloudy day, you can't do it anywhere. Because the sun is considered in every place. So therefore, to know that on a cloudy day, you can't uh, you know, do the, uh, knead the dough outside. Look at that sheet. Now she says, "Lishtawah orot, right? To spread out the skins, liyabesh to dry them. Lot talush bepesah, right? Should not do it on a pesah. Okay. Comes the Gemara and continues. Comes the Gemara and continues and says the following." Amar Rav Nachman Rav Nachman said Zohama Dishimsha Kashe Mishimsha Which we explain this over here That the Zohama will call it the heat and humidity That is emanated from the sun Zohama Dishimsha Kashe Mishimsha is hotter than the sun itself. On a cloudy day, the heat that comes from the sun is worse than on a sunny day itself. I mean, be careful. On a cloudy day, it's much more humid and much more hot than a regular sunny day. Besimanach, and what's the siman for this? Dena dehala, a jug of vinegar. Now look at Rashi. Zohamad oto chom shel the heat on a cloudy day, the way you remember it is dena dehala shepia satum yafeh. Let's say you have a sealed bottle of vinegar, right? Shelo yatsareho v'yachlosh, right? It's strong, it was never opened. Ushatan nokev nekev katan. Make a little hole in the cap. Yotze shamreya hazak meod. A very powerful smell comes out. Kach yom meonan. So to a cloudy day, mitoch shachama mechuse. Since the clouds are covering the sun, the Homshila Kavush, 
right? It's covering the uh, sun. So it pierces a hole through the clouds. So that little sun that comes through the clouds is powerful. It's like the powerful uh, vinegar that comes out of the little piercing of the cap when it is sealed. Comes the Gemara and says... Comes the Gemara and says another concept. Shavriret de Shimsha, Kashu Mishimsha. Tashi, what is Shavriret de Shimsha? Sanverim, which means the blindness of the sun. Tashi says, Shemesh and Nokevet Pekoah, Derech Nekeva Avim Ketanim. That little sun, the sun that pierces through the clouds, through the little holes in the clouds, had no ten enough Kenegeda Nekev. The guy looks at those. You know, piercings where the sun is coming through, Kashim Loa Sanverim, the blindness of that sun, Yotir Mina Mistakil Bahamash Bavir. It's more blinding if you look at the regular sun. So the sun that pierces through the cloud is more blinding than the uh, sun itself. Shabrire, Dishimsha, Kashu Mishimsha. Vesimanach, you want to remember this? Dilfa. Dilfa is a leak. Look at the bottom of the guy sitting in his house and there's a drip, just dripping on his head. That's more annoying or more damaging than if he went his whole body in the water. His whole body in the water, that's, that's normal. But he has a drip, and it's the same thing. The, 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 the little sun that comes through the clouds is more damaging than the sun itself. Comes the Gemara and says, Hidure Avera. Kashu me'avera. Okay. Gemara says, thoughts of a sin are worse than doing the sin itself. What type of sins are we talking about? And she says in the top line, Ta'avat nashim. A person has a desire for a lady's woman. Kashim la'chishet b'saro yotem gufoshet ma'aseh. So that she's learning it weakens the person more than if he would commit the act itself. It means the thought of committing the avon, hirure avera, Kashin me'avera has a more negative effect on the person's body than the avera itself. So the Gemara says, what's the simah for this? The simanach recha de besra, the smell of the piece of meat. As she says, hamedi basar seli, a person that smells the let's say roasted meat, kashelo reyach me'otchimet avelo. So the Mefalsim explained to finish the mashal that it's more damaging to smell the meat. And not eat it, than eating it. Which is, I guess, eating the meat also has its negative effects. But smelling it is even worse. So therefore the same thing, is worse than if he even committed the Havon itself. So that she's much, much from a health standpoint, that it weakens the body and causes the person to become halash. Other Mephashim explain that since the Hidurea is done in the mind, the mind is the crown of human beings. And therefore when a person sins in his brain, that's much worse than any other sin that can be committed in any part of the body. When a person does the ma'aseh, it's not in his brain. And therefore, the, if the, like Chaim Velazhin explains in the Gemara Gitin. The Gemara Gitin says over there, when Titus went into the Beit HaMikdash, and he went to the Kodesh Kodashim, and he took a Sefer Torah out, and he laid it out in the Kodesh, and he took a Zonah, Hasbun Shalom, and he committed an act on a Sefer Torah in the Kodesh Kodashim. So the Chaim Velazhin says, as bad as that sounds, Titos was not able to do anything in the upper worlds. 
Titos is like a dog walking into the synagogue. You just shoo him out. But his ma'asim are dead on arrival. Jeez, they don't have an ability to affect the ulamot. Say he's of Chaim, the legend writes in Nefesh Chaim, but a Jew that has a thought in his brain, that's already more damaging than what Titos did. Because the human brain is the Kodesh Kodashim. That's the human brain of the body of this Kepetra Kodesh. And then when a person brings Mahshavot Rahot in his brain, that's tantamount of what Titos did. But it's worse because his Mahasim, since we're, since we're Yehudim, our ability, we have the ability to destroy the Olamot. We're connected to the upper worlds. And then that's what it means. Kashin irure Avera Yotel Mahavera. Here Titos did the actual Avera. But what Irure Avera is much worse. In the sense that it's able to cause much more damage. Another interpretation might be of Hirure Avera, Kashum Avera. It's referring to that Hirure Avera never go away, they never subside. Which means if the person does the Maaser, finish the Ta'ava, subsides. But Hirure Avera, it keeps on, uh, you know, uh, nagging him. So therefore, it's a worse Avera. In any event, the Gemara continues and says, Shilhe de Kaita, Kashia me Kaita. That she says, the end of the summer is worse than the summer itself. What does that mean? Shilhe de Kaita, Elul. Sheu Sofa Kayitz. Elul, the end of the summer. Kashe me Kaita, Kashe Homo me Homakayish el Tamuz. Meaning the heat in the month of Elul is even worse than the heat in the month of Tammuz, which is the the uh, the dead of the summer. Because by Elul already, all the air, the atmosphere is already heated. And already the people's bodies are already heated up from all the heat over the summer. Which is now, even with a little heat of Elul, it's damaging. Because after the two months, let's say, of the heat of the summer, now the last month, it might not even be as hot. But the heat, the little heat already is able to cause a person to uh, be uncomfortable, even get weak, because he's, the atmosphere is heated up, and the body is used to being hot already, and therefore it's mazik. What's the siman? The simanach, tanura kirira. A uh, no, this that does not. The Simanach third line, Tanura Shagira. That would be a oven that was heated. Which is if you heated an oven, let's say two or three times during the day, now you want to heat it again. It's very easy to reheat it because already it has the heat inside of it. So therefore, the same thing when it comes to the end of the summer. Now, Ishtad the Sidva, a fever that one gets, let's say in the winter. Kashya midikaita is worse than the fever than you get in the summer. The obvious reason is because in the summer a person's hot already. So therefore if he gets a fever it's not that much uh, you know a rise in temperature. However in the winter where things are cold for a person's body temperature to go up, so it must be a very severe sickness for him to be hot in the winter. So the Gemara says the Simanach Tanura Kirira, a cold oven. It's an oven that's cold, you have to put much more wood in it in order to heat it up. But she ain't going to heat it up and no. So therefore, the disease must be much worse in the winter to get some of that's cold to become hot. Comes again when I continues. Migmar ba'atikta kashya mehadta. Learning old stuff 
is much harder than learning new stuff. When you're learning something that you learned already once, it's much harder to review it or to learn something that's fresh. Which means, Tina is teeth. Which means when you're making, let's say, cement. It's much easier to make cement from scratch than to go and take, you know, old cement, hardened cement, and crumble it up and make it again. So therefore, it's better to make it from new. Tina Bartina. Right, the the uh, cement that's already made from cement. That's much harder. Now, what would the logic be in this? But the logic would be is when a person is learning something fresh, he has no preconceptions, which means he has no under, no no knowledge of the subject, so it's entering his mind fresh. But when he learns something already, so now he has a little understanding in his head. So when he's reviewing it, he's trying to you know remember how he learned and what was his questions and and things like that. And he's already biased and prejudiced to the uh, to the subject. So it's much harder to review old stuff than it is to learn. What's the reason of Rabbi? Which means Rabbi said that the rays of the sun, they spread out. So what's the reason? Now, this is a hard question. I mean, what's the reason? This is a fact. That, that's the way it is. So what they're really asking is, do we have a source for this? Do we have a, uh, you know, a pasuk to tell us that this is the uh, way the sun spreads out. So it's dikti, because we have a pasuk in Tehilim, Lam Nasayah al-Ayyele Tashahar. This was a chapter in Tehilim that Esther Malka said when she was going into the chamber of Ahasuerus. She said, Eli, Eli, Lama Azabtani. Because when she walked into the chamber of Ahasuerus, there was a area of Abu Dazara there. And the second she walked past Abu Dazara, God had left her. So she said, Eli, Eli, Lama Azabtani. Why did you leave me over here? She's not here. She needs to see after this message. She's not going to meet Ashverosh. Well, the beginning of that chapter starts off. The pasuk compares the shahar, the morning, to an ayelet. Ayelet would be like a female deer. So the Gemara wants a hind, they call it. So what's the connection between the morning and an ayelet? Ma ayala zu, just like this hind. Its horns spread from side to side. The antlers of a uh, deer, you know, they're spread out from side to side. So the shahar is like an ayala, that what? It spreads out, it's raised from side to side. Now, that she just points out, that when it says ayelet, it cannot be talking about a female deer, because female deer does not have antlers. So therefore it's just a mashal to a deer that does have uh, antlers. Amar bizera, lama nimshela ester la'ayala. Why was ester compared to an ayala? Because she said this chapter, Why was ester compared to a female deer? Lomalecha, ma ayala rachmasar. An ayala, a deer, her womb is very narrow. Now the Gemara says in another place that her womb is so narrow that it's very difficult for the deer to give birth. Because the baby cannot come through the canal. So one of the miracles of Puri Olam is at the moment that she's about to give birth, God sends a certain uh, snake and the snake comes along and bites 
the deer and causes the womb to open up. See, that happens every time at the birth of a of a female deer. At the moment that the baby starts to come out, the, the snake bites uh, her and the automatically it opens up. But the Gemara says, that since her womb is very uh, uh, narrow, so therefore it's endearing to the husband, to the, to the male, male deer, because it feels to the husband as if it's the first time that he's having relations, meaning she always feels like a betula because of that narrowness. So the Gemara is saying, Esther was endeared by Hasverosh. Why did Hasverosh like Esther so much? Because of that same uh, feeling. That what? It was every time, like Sha'ar Yishonah. Therefore, Lamnaseh ala Yelet Sha'ar. Esther was compared to like an Ayala. Amar Abbasir. Lama Nimshila Esther la Sha'ar. That's Ayelet Sha'ar. Why was Esther compared to the dawn? Lomalika. Just like the shahar is the end of the night, at Esther, Esther, the story of Esther, which was the end of the first Bet HaMikdash, in between the first Bet HaMikdash and the second Bet HaMikdash, that was the last of the miracles. So the Gemara says, Hanukkah. What do you mean? It wasn't the last of the miracles. Already in the second Bet HaMikdash, we had the miracle of Hanukkah with Ashmonaim. So the Quran says, no. We mean it was the last of the miracles that were chronicled in the uh, Ketubim. Which means, Esther is the last book that was written in the Tanakh. Which means, Hanukkah was not. So we meant the last of the miracles, like the Shahar. It was the end of the night that was the last book. So after that, there was no more prophecy. So the Gemara says, Hani damar That's good according to the opinion of my second Megidah that says, Esther, it's permissible to write. She says, there's a big machloket over there in my second Megidah. If Esther, the Megidah, is Kodesh or not. And the Gemara gives an Afkamina. If it's Kodesh, it's Metame Yadaim. Halakha would say that if Kodesh, if a person touches them without washing his hands first, his hands become Tameh. So in any event, that's good according to the opinion that says that Esther was actually Kodesh. But according to the opinion that says Esther was not really uh, able to be chronicled. It's like Kitve Kodesh. So what's the between it and Hanukkah? Why are you comparing it to Shahar? So the Gemara says, different Pshat. Do not read Ayelet as Shahar compared to learning it for Purim, or learning it for Esther. Learn it for something else. The prayers of the tzaddikim are compared to a yelet, are compared to a deer. Why? The oldest she gets, the more the antlers spread out, from side to side, at tzaddikim kozeman shemarbin betfilah tefilatam neshmaat. So to the more that tzaddikim repeat their prayers, their prayers are accepted. So therefore, the story in the pasuk doesn't do with Esther. It, it's got to do with Esther. It says that she prayed. So saying lamdaseya alayelat ajad. The prayers of the tzaddikim like Esther that she beseeched yeah. God. They're like uh, they're like a uh, a yalad. That what? The more they get older, it spreads out. Here, what shachar? This interpretation. No, it's 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 really explaining the ayala. It's going back on. It's not explaining it for a It's explaining the pasuk on 
Atifilot, which means uh, the uh, the Meidi has a nice lashon of Akotcher, the lashon of the Meidi. He says like this: Leonam yadam nizar betfilah. But you should be careful in tefillah. Ula arich ba biyoter. And you should lengthen your prayers. Va'afilu ruhe atzmo she'in tefillatot nishma'at. And even if he sees his prayers are not accepted, al yitayeshemena. Don't give up hope. Ki berov ayamim imsa'ena. Because over the course of days, you'll find it. Vechen al yazik atzmo bemachbidu matriah. And don't think you're burdening God. Don't think you know I'm a, I'm a pain in the neck. How many times we're asking God for the same thing? Right. So you ask the question. You ask the question. What is Shahar referring to in this pasu? So that she says, the word shahar in the pasuk over here is another lashon for tefillah. It's like a pasuk in Yeshaya. Shahareka is I'll pray to you. So therefore, I'm not saying on the tefillah. Shehu ka'ayelet. Right? A, 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 a song regarding tefillah, a shahar, which is similar to an ayelet. The more it grows, it spreads out. That's right. It's related to Esther. That she also besieged God before she went into the uh, king, Ahasuerus. Okay, comes the Gemara continues. So we said, Shahatu et tamid. Now, it says that in the Mishnah, they slaughtered, they slaughtered the tamid. Actually, the Mishnah's Lashon was, Shahatu et tamid vo'tzi'u lebet ha-serifa, horidu kohen gadol lebet ha-tibila. The Mishnah says, they slaughtered the tamid, one time early, before this man. As a result of it, they brought it to Beit HaSirifa. And then after the Tamid was uh, uh, slaughtered, or uh, in that case, they took the Kohen Gadol and they took him into the Mikveh. So now we want to know, oh, if you tell me Kohen Gadol, it's mashma that this happened on Kippur. Because the service of the, of the Avodav Kippur can only be done by Kohen Gadol. So the Gemara wants to know, when did this story happen? When did this mistake happen that they, they, they brought the Tamid at the wrong time? So the Gemara says like this, Emat, when did this happen? If this happened other times of the year, meaning, the Mishnah is telling you, made a mistake, on a regular day of the year, they brought the Tamid early, and then the Kohen Gadol would go down to dip. So the Gemara says, Los Sagyat Elat Kohen Gadol? What do you need a Kohen Gadol for? Which means, you don't need a Kohen Gadol to serve all year long. So the Ritba asks the question over here. What's your proof? But a Kohen Gadol can serve. Didn't we learn earlier in the Mishnah that a Kohen Gadol can do whatever he wants? You can choose any, any service. So what the Ritba says is, the Mishnah would not have went out of its way to tell us it was a Kohen Gadol unless there was a halakhic lesson to learn that a Kohen Gadol did it. Therefore, it's that it must be Kippur. all year long, we need a Kohen Gadol. Now, Ela B'Yom Kippurim. Also, you want to tell me that this story happened on Kippur? Me'ora Levana Mi'ika. Is there moonlight on Kippur? Meaning, without getting into a... Um, a, 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 a deep understanding of how the moon cycle works basically you have to know like this that in the beginning of the month by Alota Shahar the moon is rising 
So therefore you're able to mistake in moonlight for sunlight. However, based on the cycle of the moon, by the 10th of the month, the moon is not rising by Alot HaShahar. So there's no way you could make a mistake between moonlight and sunlight. So the Gemara is asking a question. You want to tell me what? That this story of the mistake happened on Kippur? Meaning they mistakenly thought that the moonlight was sunlight. Impossible. Which means physically, naturally, astronomically, it's not possible on the 10th of Tishri for a mistake like that to happen. There is no moonlight in the Alot HaShahar time. Based on the cycle of the moon. So I had a question again. When did this episode happen? So the Gemara says, Hachi Ka'amar. Ubiyom HaKippurim ki amar berak barkai horidu kohen gadol lebeta tebila. Which means the Mishnah is from a totally different subject. Which means there's no connection between the story of the Kohen Gadol going to the Mikveh and the beginning of the Mishnah. And the Mishnah is read as follows. One day they made a... Every day in the Beit HaMikdash they say, Heir Pinam Mizrah. The guy says Barkai, and um, one, why they do this? Because one day a mistake was done, and uh, they brought the uh, Qurban uh, Tamir early, and that was the end of the story, period. Now we go to a new point, and you should know, on Kippur, after the uh, guy on the roof says Barkai, or the Mimunet says Barkai, that's when the Kohen Gadol starts his service, and he goes down to the Mikveh. So originally we thought they were connected. We thought it's all one long Mishnah. We said, hold it. If it's one long Mishnah, two things. If it's all year round, why do you need a Kohen Gadol? If it's on Kippur, they couldn't have made a mistake. You're right. Really the story happened in the middle of the year. Period. Now we're just going back. You should know on this Barkai story, when they would make the announcement that it's morning, you should know that that was the signal right after that. On Kippur, the Kohen Gadol would now enter the Mikveh and begin the service of the Korban. Okay. Comes the Gibran says, Tani, Abu the Rabbi Abin. We have a Braita in the name of the father of Rabbi Abin. Lo zubilvad amru. Not only this did they say, meaning, not only do we say that if you brought the Qurban Tamid before Allah Tashahar, it's Pasud, and therefore you have to bring it to Beta Serefa, Ela af milikataof. Which means, you have a few items. First of all, you have milikata off. Sometimes when they ring a katata off, or a lata off, the way they would store the off was with a special system, exactly. They would, the coin would have a long uh, nail, and he would make shikita with his nail. That was called kimitsata off. So the Gemara is saying kimitsata off can only be done also after alot ashahar. And if you did the kimitzat ta'ov before, it's pasul. Got to take it out to bet the serifa. For that matter, it's called milika. I said kimitza. Milika ta'ov, correct. Furthermore, kimitza. What is kimitza? And the minha, when you have, let's say, the minha offering, so the Quran has to take that, we'll call it a handful. Okay, it's a special system called kimitza. And he takes it out, and he has to put it on the mizbeah. Kimitza also has to be done before Allah Tashahar. If it was done before Allah Tashahar, it was done before, it's Pasul. So look at Nashi, as she says, three lines at the bottom. Actually, the four lines at the bottom. Lo zubilvad, lo zebach lebadosh nishchat palayla amru yisarif. Not only did they say the korban that was slaughtered early, before Allah Tashari have to burn, ela af milikata of, vikimitsata minchat palayla tisarif. 
לגמרי לאו משחיתה. תן לו לפעמים שחיתה, דמליקת האופק כמצעת מנחה במקום שחיתת הסבכים הם. Which means, what שחיתה is to an animal is מליקה to an off is כמצעת to a מנחה. So therefore they're all the same דין. So comes the governor says, בשלמה עולת האוף, מאי דאהבה אהבה. Listen, I understand עולת האוף if you did it early. That's it. You, you, you have to take the medicine if It's unfixable. You cannot swore the, uh, to the bird again. אלא קומץ נהדרה ונהדר ונקמצה. You get what I was a question. Right, so you took the קומץ early. No problem. Take that handful of flour, put it back into the keli, and wait for dawn to come and take it again. Which means it's fixable. Why are you telling me you take the קומץ בטא סרפה? Why? You're able to, uh, to fix it. So the Gemara says, no. Who tani la, who amar la. He uh, asked the question, and he answered the question. What's the answer? Kli sharet mekadeshin afilu shelo bezmano. Now we're going to learn according to Shittat Rashi. He says like this. When you take the comets, where do you put the comets? You put it in a kli sharet. You have to put it in a vessel. Now, the Gemara is saying like this. Even though you're Shiloh Bismanuhi, you're in the middle of the night, it's the wrong time, we have a cloud. Kli Sharet is Mekadesh, Afilu Shiloh Bismanuhi. And therefore, bottom line, the second you put this in the Kli Sharet, the Komets, this is now considered what? Komets. Now, you might not be able to bring it because it's Shiloh Bismanuhi, but bottom line, it's Kodesh. And therefore, it's, it's called the Komets. So what do you want to say? Put it back? You can't put it back in. Because now, with, what's ever in the other Kali is called Shirayim. What does Shirai mean? It's leftovers. It's leftovers of the Mincha. So now you cannot take something that's Kodesh and mix it up with the Shirayim. So therefore there's no option to put it back in the Keli. And so you'll tell, okay, fine. Take another Kometz. You yeah. can't take another Kometz because Bob, this is Shirayim already. Kometz was taken from this flower already. So therefore you're in a cash 22. Means take another Kometz from this. No, the law is once you took Kometz from a Mincha, you cannot take two Kometzim. You took comets already. This is now this is the leftovers, which means they have to burn everything. So therefore, the Gemara is saying like this: Oh, by the comets, we have the chaurat's fixable. Why is it fixable? You took the comets early, no problem. Put, put it back. Gemara's waiting, but you can't put it back because once you took the comets out and you deposit it in the klisharet, the klisharet now makes the comets kadosh, even though it's shelo. No. Once the Kometz becomes Kadosh, the Minha itself becomes Shirayim, leftovers. Now, option to put it back in, you cannot, because now you cannot mix up the Kodesh with the Shirayim. To take another Kometz, that's not an option, because you took it already. So therefore you have no Aha. Why can you hold it? Why can't you hold it? No, the Deen is you have to put the Kometz in the Klisharet. That's a Deen. You know what I'm saying, but why can't you use it afterwards? Instead of putting it back, just hold it. It's no, because you took it Shalom Bismano. Bottom line, you have to take the Kometz after Allah Tashachar. Since you took it the wrong time, then it comments is avodah. Since you took the comments at the wrong time, like slaughtering the korban at the wrong time, finish. You did it, you did it at the wrong time, so the uh, it's isud. Comes again. Is no, 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 no. No, that, 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 no, that's cliche that you're cooking the korbanot in. This is time. It's a cliche that you're dropping the uh, flour. So comes again and says, "Metibe, we have a question. Ze aklal. We have a rule." כל הקרב ביום קדוש ביום. Anything that becomes sanctified in the day, for example, uh, all the menachot, let's say, or the libona, that's in the uh, menha, 
or let's say dam that's sprinkled on the mizbeach, or the ketore. These are all day items. So that she, the Gemara says, kadosh bayom, which means if you put them in a klisharet in the day, they become kadosh. Items that are brought in the day get their kedusha in the day. Vechol karev balayla. Kadosh, Malayla. And items that are brought at night, that she says, for example, Minhat Nisachim. The wine libations can also be poured on the Mizbayah at night. The Gemara learns from the Pasuk, Minhatam and Nisachim, Afidu Balayla. So therefore, if you put the, the, the Nisachim in a Klisharet at night, since that's the right time, they become Kadosh. Vechol akarev ben bayom u ben balayla. And an item that can be brought both by day and both by night. Kadosh ben bayom or ben balayla. So if you put it in its keli, whether it's by day or by the night, it becomes kadosh. So now the Gemara has a question. Katani mi out of a partial quotation. Kol akarev bayom kadosh bayom. An item that's brought in the day only becomes kadosh in a klisharet in the day. Bayom in balayla la. Which means, but not at night. So therefore, a comet is a day item. So therefore, if you put it in the klisharet at night, it should not make it kadosh. And therefore, if it's not kadosh, you did nothing. Therefore, just stick it right back into the keli and do it again after Allah Tashahar. So the Gibran is asking on Abu Dhabi Avin. You came along and answered, you said, ah, you know why you can't do it again? It's kodesh. When we have a Beferush Brayte that's telling you that stuff that's a day item, mm-hmm. if you did it by mistake at night, mm-hmm. it doesn't become Kodesh. So the Gibran says, no, no. Dilma eno Kadosh li karev, amal Kadosh li pasel. When it says eno Kadosh, meaning it doesn't become Kadosh to sacrifice. But it becomes Kadosh to become Basul, meaning it has a deen of Kiddushah that if a Mehusar Kippurim, meaning somebody that, uh, that is going through a process of Tara, he didn't bring his Korbanot, and if he touches it, it can make it Tameh, which means things of Kodesh are more sensitive to Tum'ah. So whatever is sensitive to Tum'ah, this item has a Kiddushah to it. So therefore we'll say like this, yes, it's Kadosh, Kadosh to become Basul, but not Kadosh to be on the so therefore, this comet is a comet. Not the problem is Bayah, but look at Rashi. Katani Miyat. Kol akarev bayom, kadosh bayom, ababa laila lo, eno kadosh. Likarev. Liot kashel likarev, amal kadosh lot mukshar, botak kedushan lipasib betbul yom. Let's say betbul yom touched it. That's somebody that went to the mikveh, but he didn't wait until sunset yet. Was it? Ubehosal kipurim. Right? He uh, brought, he went seven days in his process, but he didn't bring his korbanot yet. He's called the Mehosal Kippurim. Ibn Agabo, if he touched this item, Ubeyotseh, or let's say he left the Beit HaMikdash area. Things that are close cannot leave the Beit HaMikdash area. Im Ubelina, or let's say it stayed overnight after Alot HaShahar. Im Lan, if let's say it stayed overnight, once it stays overnight, once Alot HaShahar comes, this item becomes Pasul. Vezu Gamin Ifsil Ibelina. The Kaimalam Bizabahim, Amuda Shahar, Oselina, Vinifselit Kimitsa, Vinifselit Kimitsat Laila, Sheen Hosirit Od, Litabla. Which is that's it. Once the Alotta Shahar comes, this Kimitsa now is. Pasul, you can't you can't put it back in the uh, in the mincha anymore. So therefore, or that she's telling us over here, that's what's happening. What's happening over here is the comets that you took at night is kadosh. 
Kadosh, what? In the sense that it has a Kiddushah, that if, if people touch it, it can become Pasul. Lina, it'll become Pasul. That means, technically, from Rashi, it's Mashma, that the Pasul doesn't hit in until Alot HaShachar. That's one of Tosfot's questions at against the Rashi. Because Tosfot says, Mashma the Gemara, it becomes Pasul immediately. But the Rashi, the way he's learning is Mashma, that it becomes Pasul only... You know, because of Lina in the morning. Because of that, and other questions, so what has a different Mahalach in the Sugya. But that's what she's saying. That bottom line, it's Kadosh. So you, it's Komets. And therefore, you cannot do anything with it. Ela, you have to wait, and you have to burn it. So comes again and says, oh, Mativ Rabbi Zera. Rabbi Zera has a question. Sidir et alechem et abazichim ahara Shabbat. Oh, there's a halakha that says every Shabbat they would set the table up in the Beit HaMikdash. On Shabbat they would put the Lechem mm-hmm. they would also put Shnei Bazichim that had the frankincense and the Levona. And a week later, meaning the next Shabbat, they would divvy out the bread between the Kohanim and the Shnei Bazichim they would bring on the Mizbaya. Over here we're talking about a case where they made a mistake here. They set the table not on Shabbat, they set it on Sunday. So they're a day late. Now, on the Shabbat, which is the following Shabbat, they brought the Bazichim, they put them on the Mizbaya. The Gebara says they cannot eat the bread. Because wow. bottom line, the bread was not on the table for the, for the week, for the week's time. It was delayed. It was one day later. So even though you brought the bazichim, the lechem does not become permissible to eat. So far? Oh, the bread is pasul? The bread is pasul bazichim, to eat. What you brought? Eat what you brought, you brought. But it doesn't matter the bread. Right. Okay. So, what, so what does the Gebara say to do? Kesad Yaseh. How do you fix this? Leave the bread on the table. Let it sit another week. And therefore, Because it doesn't matter how long the bread sits on the table. So technically, since you're a day short, how do you fix this? That Shabbat, put new bazichim on the table. Leave that bread till next Shabbat. Now it stayed the proper amount of days. Now on the second Shabbat, bring the Bazichim again. Now the Lechem becomes Mutar and give it out. So you understanding the case? Yeah. So the Lechem needs seven days. Yes, seven, seven days. days. So it needs Correct. seven days or more. Correct, or more. Or more. Right. So since you did it on Sunday, you missed the first day. So you have to leave it for two Shabbatot. Okay, even though you brought the Bazichim on the Shabbat, doesn't matter. You brought them on which Shabbat? The first Shabbat. The first Shabbat, doesn't matter. Don't think the Bazichim are Matir the Lechem. The Lechem need to be... The week later. So comes the Gemara and asks the question, why, why are you telling me that you have to do such... Why are you telling me that the bread can become mutad? Tikdosh v'tipasel. Which means, once you're putting the lechem apanin on the table, right? And you're putting it there on the wrong time, it's not supposed to be there. It's shenob ezmano. So the table should sanctify it, and they will make it Pasul, just like you tell me by the comets, the comets that you did at night. What does the cliche do? It makes it, it makes it kodesh to become pasul, right? So the lechem apanim, when you put it on Sunday, that's it. You're on the wrong day. So therefore, the table should make it kadosh 
to become pasul, and therefore there should be no fixing it. You tell me now, oh wait, wait a week. What do you mean wait a week? Right away. Right away it should become pasul. Once you put it on Sunday, Sunday. it should not be zmano. Right. What do we say when you when you put something in the cliche and it should not be zmano? Becomes kadosh to become pasul. And, and and not for hakraba. Wasn't that the answer of 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 uh, Abu Dhab Abin? Mm-hmm. Which or the, or the Gemara I should say the Gemara's answer was oh you know what the bright above yeah. means when it says it's Kodesh, Kodesh meaning it's Kodesh li Paseh but it's not Kodesh li Karev but here it's Mashma it's Kodesh li Karev because you're putting it on the wrong time and it's Kodesh to bring it meaning to eat to the Hamapanim a week later yeah. we said to hold it till the following Sunday though. correct but bottom line when you put it on Sunday it's the wrong time no no but we said didn't you, weren't you going to hold it yes, till the yes, next Shabbat leave it to the next Shabbat but bottom line right now when you're putting it on Sunday it's Shalom no. Why are you even giving me an option to fix it? Should be an option. Should be an option. Now, I can you fix it? It's pasul. You're telling me that the klisharet make it kodesh to posel. Can I leave the kemitzat in the morning? Just like the comments. Can I leave the comments in the morning? No, no finish. You did it in the wrong time. It's pasul. You got to burn it. Yeah. Oh, so why? Why when it comes to lechem panim, I put it on the table the wrong time? So you tell me, wait it out. What do you mean, wait it out? The klisharet, the shulchan, should posel it immediately. Just like you will posel the comments to me. We didn't, we didn't give you an option. I'll wait till the morning and bring the comments. Because you told me a clown on the Braita that the comments is not kodesh li karev. It's kodesh li pasel. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Kesad ya'aseh. Yanihenu ala shulchan ad shabbat ba'a. So the Gemara says, tikadesh vi tipasel. Kevan dechli sharet magdishin shelo bezmano li pasel v'yikadesh shulchanet alechem me'achad shabbat from Sunday li pasel b'sedur shelo bezmano because it said the wrong time. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar man dekam motiv shapir kamotiv. The one that's asking this question is asking a good question. That said his law about the comets, he's right also. Why? Because he has also a Tanah to support him. The Kasabar, which means, and that Tanah that supports him, geez, what, what, what Ravah is trying to say is everybody's right here. Obviously we have a Mahluk at Which means what Abu Dhabi said, he's correct and he has basis, and this bright over about the lechana panim, it's also correct. So we're going to have to square it off. We're going to have to square off to make shalom, because everybody's right over here. How are we going to explain it? We'll explain it like this. The kasavar, meaning Abu Dhabi Abin holds, Laila en mechusar zman. In our religion, when does the day start? At night. So therefore, when you do something at night, it's not considered mechusar zman, meaning it's not considered that you did it out of its time. Because bottom line, the day starts from the night. And th- right? And therefore, you put it a little prematurely. But we're saying that laila in mechusar zman. And therefore, uh, that's w- what's happening in this case over here of Abu, that Abi Abin. Look at Rashi. Rashi Divura Matheel Amaraba. Start from over here. Hai de Kamotiv Shapir Kamotiv, the Abudra Baby de Mutbele Mine, Lavsh Mateta de Amorae Amar, which you don't think Abudra made his statement from Amoraim, 
Dinema di itotav that you could question him from a Braita Elam Anita Tana. Hey, he has a, a Taraik statement Then we got to deal with him The opinion of Rabbi Abin holds like a Tarah that says what? Since you could have put it in a Klisharet and Shahrit Meaning the, the Kedushah will hit at night. That has to be a problem, because if the Kedushah hits at night, now it's Kadosh to become Basul. Why? Because By the Lechem Apanim, however, when did you put it on the table? You put, the ta- you put it on the table on Sunday. So the Gebarah says, Layla Mechuzaman, Yom Mechuzar Zman. Rashi, aval yom mechusazman, davar she'en zmanu hayom. Let's say an item that its time is not today. Ad mahar, varu mechusar zman yom shalem. Mean you were day early, let's say. Havi haslon zman. Ve'kol she'ken zeh she'enu zmanu lekadesh ad yom shabbat. Here you're a week early. Which when you put it on Sunday, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's not like a night you did something. At night already you can say you started the process that's supposed to be done the following morning. Because the day starts at the night. Therefore, when you put the comments in the in the Kili Sharit, it's Mekadeshit. When you put it on Sunday, you're a week early. Look at it from that standpoint, right? So then when you put it on the table, it's nothing. The, the table does not have the ability to Mekadeshit at all. And therefore, your question was, Oh, it should be Mekadeshit and Posel. It's not Mekadeshit, you didn't do anything. Therefore, both Brighton are squared off. Abu Dhabi Abin is right, because he's talking about Kemitsah. And the Brighton of Lechbanim is right, because he's talking about Lechbanim. He's talking about a night item that can be done the next morning. And we're talking about Lechbanim that's done in the day, and you don't have to, you have to the next week. But therefore, it's not considered Kodesh. That's the way we square it off. So the Gemara has a very strong question here. The Gemara says... When does the lechma panim become valid? Shabbat. That's when you're supposed to. So the next Shabbat, that's day one, right? So technically, wasn't it on the table from Friday night? It was on the table from Sunday. Correct? Now Friday night is still on the table. So Friday night already should be considered Mechusar's man of Laila. Because it's right. like you set the table not on Shabbat, it's like you set it Friday night. Now what's the deen when you do it at night on Sunday you go to the next day? The, the table is just click it should be Magdish. If it should be Magdish, it should be Posel. So ask your question. How can you tell me that it can become edible? Once it's sitting on the table on Friday night, Friday night is the Laila of the Shabbat, and therefore it's like the comets. The comets you set up the night before, correct? Would we say, oh, the night before, the, the day goes after the night, or the night goes after the, the, the night is followed by the day, therefore it's considered Kodesh. And therefore it's Pasul, you got to get rid of it. So they have to the same thing. You're right, Sunday, no problem. Monday, no problem. Do the whole week, no problem. Once you get the Friday night and the lemon's on the table, bingo. At that point over there, it's like you're putting it on the table a night early. Before, instead of putting it on Shabbat when you're supposed to, you put it on Friday night. And therefore, Laila is a problem of... And therefore what? The cliche it will be 
Magdish to Lechem, and now it's Posim. So the Gemara says, hey, you know what happened? You're right, we agree. Amar Avina, Shekadam Vesalko. You're right, yeah, you took it off the table on Friday night. That's the only way we can understand it. You took it off, you put it back on Shabbat. Okay. So says, no, you don't have to go so far. You didn't have to take it over Friday night. Since you put it on the table at the wrong time, it's like a monkey did it. What does that mean? Why is that like this? When did you set the table? Did you set it on Friday night? No. You set the table on Sunday. Now, true, it was just sitting on the table through Friday night, but you didn't do anything. That's like a ma'aseh kof. That would be like a, like, like a monkey comes and puts it on. This monkey's actions, it means nothing. Meaning you were passive. Masha'ikin in the kemitzah, you brought the kemitzah at night. There's a difference between it just sitting there from Sunday. True, yeah, was it on the table Friday night? Yes. Did you set it on Friday night? No, that would be mashal, mashal like a, like a kof put it on. Next Shabbat, how do you? Next I didn't put it. Nobody no, put it. No, which means uh, uh, so you say I, I, I have to take it off then. Like a best Shabbat, meaning the why is it considered maaseh? Maaseh kof. Okay, so asking a, a valid question, but let's read Rashi first. Let's read Rashi. Look, you can take the bread off at any time during the week. So no, but that, no, taking it off during the week doesn't mean anything. Look, look at the bottom Rashi. Look at the bottom Rashi. Naasa kemo shesedro kof. But when you set the table, it was it was nothing. It was a, it was Sunday. It's not similar to the comments that you took at night. So it's from Rashi that you will have to reset it. Which means on Shabbat, you will pick up the bread and put it back down. Which means not before Shabbat. Which means I didn't have to take it off on Friday night. Because. Masha'ikin, when the Shabbat comes, just lift it up and put it back down. Point of this surya, gentlemen, we have to read this Rashi. Because if you remember the Braita that said, Sider et alechem et abazikin achal Shabbat, vektir et abazikim et Shabbat, pesula. The Braita used the word pesula, calling the bread pasul. The lechem apanim that was put on on Sunday. Right, and the following Shabbat, you brought the Bazikhi, that bread is Pasul. Rashi takes that word to task. He says, what do you mean? The Maskarat Gemara, the bread is not Pasul. You just have to wait another week in order to eat it. So Rashi deletes the word Pasula from the Braita. Now let's read that inside Rashi. Look at Rashi Dibura Matqil Pasula. Yeah, actually. Now, the reason why the bread is not edible at that point because it wasn't set on the table at the right time. Right? It was it's lacking zman. Now, he's I don't like the word pesula in this bright. According to the maskana, sidur sidur. It doesn't it, it doesn't count at all putting it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right, we said it's like a, a, a monkey setting it up. It's not even like it's put on the table. It's like imagine you put it in a box uh, for six days. 
On the contrary, on the following Shabbat, when you brought the Bazichim, why should the bread become Pasul? According to the Maskat Gemara, either because she took it off on Friday night, or because she's saying it's Mahasekov, but Bam the Shulchan did not make Kadesh of Sol. And it's, it's clear like that, because it says, didn't the bride they give us a solution how to make the bread edible? So he was Alma even though is not in the Braita. Again, for two reasons. Number one, because the Braita clearly gives us a way out. And number two, the Gemara said clearly, putting it on Sunday does not impact it. Because it's not considered Nechusad Zman. And therefore it's not a, uh, it's, a, it's a Kadosh at all. So just take out the word Pesulah. But the Maskat the Gemara should review very quickly. So the Gemara basically brought Abu Drabi Abin. Abu Drabi Abin wanted to say what? That the Kemitzah that you brought at night, Pasu, you got to burn it. So the Gemara came along and said, hey, what do you mean, just, just redo it. Can't redo it. The Kili Sharet is Mekadeshit. Oh, the Kili Sharet is Mekadeshit? I got a Braita that's Mashma, that it's not Mekadeshit. No, it's not Mekadeshit in Karev, but it's Mekadeshit to become Pasul. So we got a cloud. When you do something out of its time, the klisharet is mekadeshet to become pasul. Oh, I got another braita by lechem apanim that I did it on Sunday out of its time, and it says it can be used again. Why? The klisharet should mekadeshet to be posel. So Rabbi came along and said, "Hold it! You can't ask from this braita to Avud Rabbi Abin." Because he wasn't making a statement based on an Amoraic statement. He was basing it on a Tanaic statement. Therefore, you can't ask from one Tana to another Tana, but we'll square it off. We'll say that Abu Dhabi Abi Sulaiman and Ayla is on at ninth. And therefore, since it's Laila, Laila is considered Mihusar's man. Why? Is that the last of the Gemara? Laila. Right. Laila is Lav Mihusar's man because it's the same day. So therefore, it's going to be Pasul. Therefore, when you put the comments in the Klishid at night, since it's followed by the day, which is the, the right time, it's Kadosh, the Posel. That's Yom. Yom is considered Mechusar's man. Because you put it on Sunday, it's not supposed to be on the table till Shabbat. That's nothing. That's a. It's not Mechadesh. It's like Mechasekov. And therefore, the Gemara wants to come along and say that you don't have a, 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 a stira. The Gemara's only question was, okay, but Ahmed Panim, Friday night you're going to have a problem. Because bottom line, Friday night now is going to be Lab Mechusar's man. Because it's really supposed to be on the table the next day. Two answers. Either you took it off on Friday night, or since you didn't place it on the table Friday, you placed it from Sunday, your actions on Sunday is not Mityaches. But from that, she was mashed at the end that what? On Shabbat itself, you would just put it back up on the table.